0: The <laughs> bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out. It's hard to yell when the
1: bad rail's in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. bring 'em Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Em out, them out fiend, the championship run deep in our vein. The entertainment rolling real, cause it's all in the game. Who us you know around the city doing it better than this. Just say, look at this. You can look around who better than this. Nobody. Who your team, the Blazers, the Knicks, the Wizards, the Clippers, the Patriots, the Cowboys, the, Cowboys, the Titans, the Chickens. game Gamecock, Shamrock, know what it is. Man, Triple left a new podcast. Just join the game plan. come Bring on, on. them out, bring them out. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast with your host Jose Young Vander, and Bro Joe.
0: Welcome back to the best fantasy football podcast on the air. The Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast presented to you by Manscaped. I'm your host, the Fantasy Football Fiend himself. I got my bros with me. The Fantasy Fiend, I'm Young Vander. Holla at the people.
2: Fantasy Fiends, what's going on out there?
0: And the rookie aficionado, Bro Joe, holla at them. What's going on, Fantasy Fiend family? Yo, we have officially made it. By the time you guys either watch or listen to this show, there will be football that evening. So we're going to make sure that we go through your matchups, make sure that you know who to kind of stay away from, who you want to lean into as far as start, sit is concerned. We're going to go through your news and notes, and then we're going to have our first episode of Rapid Fire 10 for the season. All right, but let's go ahead and get started with your news.
2: And now your fantasy news.
0: All right. So first up in news, Joe Burrow is good to go. So there was a little bit of angst there for a little bit, wondering whether or not uh, that calf injury was going to keep him out. But it looks like he's going to be good to go. So Cincinnati is going to be at their regular speed, um, or at least we hope. Uh, Do we think that he's completely over this injury? Or is this just the
1: I'm good enough to go? What you got for me, Joe? I think it's just good enough to go, man. They're just really being super precautious, you know, with this. But he, he' fine, man. That's, that's the short, shortest answer. <laughs> uh Joshua Dobbs looks like he's going
0: to end up being the starter for Arizona over the rookie two. Does this kind of surprise you a little bit, vendor
2: Um, it's kind of surprising being that he just arrived. Um, but the one thing that's not surprising is two things. Number one, he already he are, he's already familiar with the offense, right. and also the draft capital that was given up to get him. So when you spend, or what was it, it was a mid-round pick um, for a guy like Dobbs, then obviously you look at him to start. So I wasn't really surprised when I seen the draft capital that uh, they sent to bring him in. So
0: One thing that was a little surprising to me, uh, Zach Moss, barring a setback, looks like he's going to take a few snaps in week one. Uh, He's going to be sharing the rock there with Deion Jackson. They did pick up Um, who did they pick up this week? Um, James Robinson, they picked up, I I think they gave him, they gave him a workout, but did they, did they officially sign Robinson? I don't think so. They didn't. Okay. So that may be even more of an indication that Zach Moss is going to be back, uh, from a broken arm. I I didn't think that you can heal a broken arm and be ready to be hit on said arm within just a matter of a few weeks, but it looks like Moss is going to be back. Um, are we trusting this backfield at all, or is this just a, you know, too early in the season to go with just anybody that has a job?
1: How are we feeling about this, Joe? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this whole backfield is a full failure, man. Until JT get back, I ain't mean, even much to put it on, into it, man. Miles Sanders is back from his groin injury, so
0: it looks like he's going to at least get a couple of weeks in before he get hurt again um what's your prognosis this year on miles sanders man i mean it's a soft tissue injury
2: so those things tend to linger at times right Uh, it's just let's see you know um with the amount of money he was paid in the offseason you know they brought him in to be the guy you know I mean, let's just see how uh, week one whether they kind of ease him in or they give him a full load so let's see
0: Is Cuba Hubbard going to be a guy that you want to stash just in case? Um, He didn't do too bad when he uh, took over last year, as far as, I mean, you kind of got him for free, but is that somebody that you might want to stash just in case knowing how often Sanders gets hurt?
2: I mean, if you're the Miles Sanders owner, I guess, but I think we already seen what Cuba has to offer. Uh, He's not really like one of these premier handcuffs in the league. Um, So, He's not going to be one numbers. Even if Sanders get hurt, he's not like an RB one the next day. Like you think of one of these other guys. uh, But so not, not for me. I mean, if you're a Sanders owner, of course, you know, it's a good uh, safety net. But other than that,
0: Devon, a Kane, Miami's rookie is back. Good to go. That was music to my ears. I have him in a couple of different leagues and, you know, another guy that stays hurt, you know, Raheem Mostard, you know, he he's the starter, but I, I don't expect him to get through the seasons. And I believe that uh, A. Kane is going to be the next man up. So he's a guy that I believe could possibly be a premier handcuff. Uh, what you got on that situation, Joe?
1: I like it. To your point, though, they convinced though about Mostard, but like you said, just how injuries before that whole entire backfield. I think it's a good space to get in on them now before November because it could be one of those situations like you said. Even if Jeff Wilson come back, he might go right back because he get hurt at least a few times, uh, you know, a season. So I'm big on it too. I I got him a, in a couple weeks now myself. So I think it's full go and we got to get on them early. Definitely, we don't want to be with everybody else come in November.
0: Don't be late to the party, basically. Uh, Traylon Treyline Burks is back. Well. Seemingly at 100%, but all we can definitely say is the knee injury isn't going to keep him out of week one. Does this change anything as far as Okonkwo or as far as Hopkins is concerned for you, Van?
2: Uh, I guess you can temper it a little bit. Um, I feel the same about, you know, Okonkwo that I did before. I mean, but being that if Burks was out, then, of course, these guys would get peppered with more targets. Right. So, I guess you just bring it back down to where they were beforehand. Um, uh, but I think just business as usual. I mean, I don't think there's like one clear cut standout in this offense. I think week to week is going to probably change who leads this team in targets.
0: Darius Tony has no injury designation for the first time in his career tongue-in-cheek, but he's another dude that stays hurt. Um, but are we putting any faith in Kadarius Tony, or is is just another you know guy that's a
1: matter of time before you can't depend on him again? What you got on him, Joe? I just can't trust anybody in this offense, because it's always a, a tale of the names, right? We hear Justin Ross, we heard Watson last year, or we here Sky Moore. I'm going to be naming the whole wide receiver group, because Everybody says big things about every receiver in this offense, and then Mahomes going to throw to each of them all the same and gets everybody involved in this offense. So, Tadarius is a big name. Obviously, we know it's upside, but everybody's saying Sky Moore is going to surprise people. He's going to turn heads. They said that when they got Tony, and then we saw that, you know, turned out. So, I'm just kind of off the Chiefs wide receivers until somebody established themselves. Uh, fully. So we know they entrenched in some type of role. Another guy who's injury
0: prone, Adam Thielen, is tending to an ankle injury. Um, between Carolina's offensive line and lack of talent, um, in in as far as pass catchers are concerned, I I don't really know how Bryce Young can have a successful rookie year. Um, I just, I just don't see it, but. Like, what, what are your thoughts on that uh, Carolina situation, Vander?
2: I mean, as far as success, I mean, compared to the rest of the league, it may not be like really huge fantasy success, but I actually like Dillian, uh, in his offense on me, cause he's kind of like the tight end in a way. Uh, he's playing in the slot, but you know how a lot of rookie QBs, they tend to lean on the tight end. Right. He will be the guy that young will actually lean on. Um, you've seen a, a little sample of it in the preseason. And, uh, so let's face it. Adam Thielen is a red zone target. Uh, he's been that in Minnesota for years. Uh,
0: but that's so, the problem, though. Like you're leaning on a guy that's not going to be there. Like I, I, I don't. When was the last time Thielen made the year?
2: I mean, he's 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 actually you know he's another year older. So whether he holds up the the whole year is one thing. But if he's in pads, I actually think Thielen is a is a solid play uh, with his quarterback.
0: The only thing about Thielen that kind of scares me is uh starting him and then him not finishing the game. Yeah. Um, it seems like he has little ticky tack injuries all the time. Um and I I, I just don't know, especially you're going into the year with an ankle injury. Like like you said, though those there's certain injuries that that tend to link, linger. And you know, those those ankle injuries can be one of those. Um, he's an old man, because
2: you know, as yeah. far as uh wide receiver he's what, 33,
0: 34? He's up there, like, like he—he's at retirement age. Like he—he—he's so. he, he, at that I'm taking one last check before I'm done. that that, that that's one he—he—he how-
2: he, he, he like he got he like Chris Carter man, all he catches touchdowns. I mean, his yardage might not be there, but it, that dude he get he getting he find the end
0: zone for sure. Yeah, if if you got him and he has a good week one trade him. <laughs> Jackson Smith and Jigba, he is uh, going to be playing week one. So you guys were spot on as far as the wrist injury was concerned. Uh, he had the surgery and everything, and I uh, didn't keep him out very long at all. As long as there are not any setbacks in the game or anything like that, it looks like he's going to be good to go for his rookie year. Um, you had uh, Terry McLaurin, who was diagnosed with turf toe. He's back at practice. I don't know if that means he's going to be a full goal. That's another one of those injuries Now you know, between turf toe, plantar fasciitis, things like that. They really just scare me. But it also, for me, puts Jahan Dotson in a much brighter light, because if for any reason Terry McLaurin can't go, Dotson is going to be a guy that you can kind of get for next to nothing right now. That could be, you know, a, a, not necessarily a league winner but a, a, a significant difference maker if that makes sense but which i got on um the mclaurin situation
2: well so it is
0: it is turf toe it is it was diagnosed as uh turf toe
2: yeah okay i thought it was like a sprain but nope turf toe is, is serious it's a serious thing so nice. um, i do love dotson you know um him and the quarterback do have some familiarity. correct
0: Mm-hmm. uh the the most familiar between how is uh beyond because okay, they yeah. yeah they played in college together yeah mm.
2: that would be a sneaky play if, if,
0: and if, he's basically free I mean the, I mean you could probably get him off your waivers right now and, and see what happens in week one he'd probably be a sneaky
2: DFS play um, if Terry like was sitting but um I like Dotson I mean but uh, as long as Terry's on the field I mean if you drafted him already uh, I guess you gotta play him He's still a stud. This this offense is going to be, you know, keyed around him. Uh, that was one of the first things that. Uh,
0: or will he be a decoy?
2: I don't know. Terry a dog, but Terry a dog too. Not so. He
1: is. He, yeah. He, yeah, he, that's one know, of my Buckeyes.
2: I don't think he's going to be okay being on the field as a decoy. I don't think he'll buy that.
0: I feel you, back. but his big thing is speed and I, I don't exactly know how much turf toe can affect that, but if he can't get past you, I mean, he's not like a, a D hop where he just going to be snatching them with two people on them or nothing like that. So if, if he's, you know, at, if he's not close to where he normally would be speed wise, I'd be kind of concerned. Like, I just, I don't know, like. He, I, don't I think straight line. He may be all
2: right. I think the okay. toe maybe comes into play when you're cutting. You know what I mean? So
0: got you. Okay. It's
2: it, it, it probably in his best interest to get vertical with that with that toe.
0: We got Cooper Cup that um is looking at a second opinion with this bad Hemi. And right now it's looking like he may not go for week one. I've heard everything from he's out to he's doubtful to he's questionable. But one thing that I do know is right now I don't necessarily trust what he may uh, be able to put out there for week one. I'm almost at the point now where I'm thinking he may be better off taking a couple of weeks, making sure he's 100 percent good versus getting out there and then aggravating something and having to go on IR, which I also heard was an uh, a possible option. Uh, what have you heard on that uh, update,
1: Joe? Yeah, man, we, we've all heard all of the above, and I think it's leaning to him being out week one. I want you, like, sometimes we, we mention age a lot on the show. This is one of the cases where this team is in a full rebuild, and you don't nice. technically need him, you know, this season unless he's completely healthy. I don't think they're going to be as competitive. They have nothing on defense. To kind of support them being a great team, I think his second opinion is kind of alarming because now you got you got what's Karan, you got Ben Scronek and Van Jefferson. I mean, I mean, I mean, we obviously know you got the the Higbees I was about to say, yeah, he he was targeted
0: a lot last year. So if Cup don't go, he should get a lot of targets. But if we know that, the defense knows that, so (laughs) we'll have to kind of see how that goes too. Um, And Let's go ahead and parlay on over the tight ends. Uh, Travis Kelsey was diagnosed with a bone bruise. So he's listed as questionable, which is much better than doubtful or out. But do we think that it is even possible that Kelsey can be 90 to 100%? Or is he just questionable for the sake of, you know, not giving away too much to Detroit before game time? Like, how do you feel about Kelsey's situation, Vander?
2: No, I think it's possible he plays. Uh, Even his brother came out and said um, but this is more of a, a bruise. It's gonna be about, you know, the pain tolerance, the swelling, uh, no structural damage. So that's the you know the most important thing. And Kelsey's pretty tough. Um, he's not a guy that missed games, even though he's been banged up in the past a little bit.
0: I think he, he's missed one game or something he, like that.
2: He always plays. So
0: yeah.
2: I think you know they're trying to get that swelling down and see how it looks tomorrow. But I mean, if I was I, I think it's a it's a it's a good chance he plays. To be honest with
0: you. But but the, the, the second part to that question though, how close to 100 percent do you think he can be with this fresh bone uh, bone bruise?
2: Again, I don't think he needs to, he needs to be hundred percent. I mean, it's okay. a bruise, you know. What I mean, if it was something torn or something like that, and I feel different about it, but it's again, it's all about pain tolerance. So they may uh watch his snap count. Maybe they bring him in more towards the red zone, things like that. So I could see him suiting up and playing for sure.
0: Now, I'm going to go back to you again for this one, Vander, because it's somebody on your squad. George Kittle made it to practice today. Um, yesterday, he was working off to the side. Um, we don't exactly know what the issue is, but he did get in a full practice today. Are you worried about his prognosis for the season? I know it seems like he's going to get in on week one based on the fact that he got in a full practice, but is this a guy unlike Kelsey? This is a guy that has missed several games. So does it kind of scare you a little bit that he's starting out the season, you know, already on the sideline, or is this just a precaution because they know that he can get hurt?
2: Uh I think it's a precaution. I mean, if he if he logged a full practice, then that's all I need to hear. You know what I'm saying? That's what Wednesday? When you hear guys logging full practices just early in the week, then they're pretty much good fun. to go. But, again, he's another one. even though he has missed games in the past, he these these guys got to be hurt in order not to play.
0: Facts. No, no, they got to be
2: injured. injured. Right. Be injured. <laughs> right, right,
0: right. right. They're going to play hurt.
2: You know what I'm saying? They're going to play hurt, but they, they got to be injured, you know what I'm saying, in, in order not to be on the field. So he's another one of those tough
0: guys where I feel like he he'd be all right. And that pretty much wraps up the news for this week. Let's go ahead and get into – The first Rapid Fire 10 of the season.
1: And now, Rapid Fire 10. 10 quick questions, 10 quick answers.
2: All right, here we go, man. It's Rapid Fire 10, man. We got 10 quick questions, 10 quick answers. Who do I start? Week one edition. Let's get into it. Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud?
0: C.J. Stroud for me. I'm gonna go Stroud too.
2: So they got the Ravens and Carolina plays Atlanta.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm the the Ravens are not the Ravens defense of old, so I, I, they they don't scare me. Um, they, they actually upgraded, like they got they got Clowney now, right? They did get Clowney. I forgot about Clowney and Queen. He yeah. got guys where they're playing pretty solid. Uh, I'm going to still roll with It's, It's what Carolina doesn't have versus looking at what the opponent has for me. So I'm going to stick it out with my Buckeye. All
2: right, another quarterback. We got Anthony A.R. Richardson or the other A.R., Aaron Rodgers.
1: Mmm. Mmm.
0: Give me Aaron Rodgers. I'll say Aaron Rodgers because... More often than not, Monday night games tend to put up a few more points than most others. So I, I think I think Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are going to try to come out there and show a little something, at least week one, minimally. We got A.J. Dillon or Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook, easy for me. I don't think they're going to give Brees Hall a compliment. of. I, th- I think they're going to work him in. He'll definitely get touches, but I think Dalvin Cook will be the primary back starting out. So, for me, that's Cook. I'll go with Cook,
1: definitely.
0: Quit stealing my answers, y'all.
2: <laughs> All right, we got Joe Boy, Isaiah Pacheco, uh Madison, Vikings.
0: Oh, give me Pacheco. I'm going to have to run with Madison. Um, I think Madison is just going to have more attempts. Um, there are a lot of running backs in Kansas City right now. And even Clyde evers A'Laire, I think, will get the ball a couple of times too. So I'm going to have to go with the guy that's going to get the most attempts.
2: I think the Kelsey news also determines um, how you see Pacheco deployed. I mean, yeah. Kelsey misses the game. I think he'll, he'll see a lot of touches. Yeah, I can see that too. All right, next we got Ezekiel Elliott or Deion Jackson. I'm
1: going to go with Zeke. I think Zeke get the end zone already. I'm
0: going to run with Zeke. I I, I Same thing. I, I think he's going to be the James White, but also the goal back. So he'll have dual roles in there. So I'm going to run with Zeke. All
2: right, we got Van Jackson or Michael Pittman, Jr.?
1: Oh. Give me Michael Pittman. I think Michael Pittman I, mean, I, mean, I think I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do good this year. They're gonna to throw out a lot out of necessity, and I think it'll start
0: week one. The word that you use that makes me pick Van Jefferson is necessity. Cause I don't think Cooper Cup is gonna go. And they can't depend on um the, the rookie Puka and ain't but so much you can do with a tight end. So I mean I, I think he's gonna get peppered with targets.
2: Yeah, Demarcus Robinson too, no. He's yeah, I mean, this is yeah. my. Thing. I know a lot of people. I see a lot of people online like, "Oh, okay, cup is out." Van Jefferson, wide receiver one. I'm like, no, No,
0: I ain't say that. <laughs>
2: we've seen no. We've seen him play with cup out, and I haven't seen anything. Like Van Jefferson hasn't shown me anything since he's been there. You know what I mean? So, I
0: feel you, but I don't think that they're gonna throw the ball a lot in Indy. Um, week one, I think they're going to try to protect the uh, quarterback, the rookie quarterback. I, th- I think you'll see him run as about as much as he passed. And, um, and when he does pass, I think it'll be a little bit closer to the vest. I can see um, your boy Mo'Ally Cox having a good game. So that, that's kind of why i met with that one.
2: Okay, we got Kaderi Yo- Tony or Sky Moore.
1: Ooh, okay. Go ahead and uh, give your opinion first, Joe. I'm going to go with Sky Moore. I'm just going – again, you got to throw, put a hand in the bag basket at this point point. pick one. I just think Sky Moore, to me, honestly, by what Mahomes is saying, he said, look out, and so I'm going to look out tomorrow, and I think he's going to have probably three, four catches, take a tutty to the house, you know, 40-yard bomb or something.
0: If Kelsey goes, I got to roll with Tony. Um the slot receiver and the tight end occupy a lot of the same areas of the field. And I can see, you know, a lot of what would have gone to Moore going to Kelsey. But Tony, as long as he's healthy, he's going to get those one or two bombs that can literally make your whole fantasy week. So I, I'm, I'm going to go with the guy that only needs to get one touch for for a touchdown to make his fantasy
1: week. All
2: right. We got Odell Beckham Jr. or George Pickens.
1: Give me Pickens.
0: Yeah, give me NFL, young boy. I'm gonna take Pickens. I, I I think Pickett is uh gonna he's gonna make a come up just enough so that Pickens can actually look close to as talented as he actually is. So.
2: All right, and this also this is a question right here is going to depend on tomorrow's news. Okay, but we got uh, Noah Gray or Greg Deluge. Oh.
1: No offense. I do think No offense make a comeback. But I I think uh I'm gonna Noah oh, go Gray. No no, no Noah Gray, Kansas City. Noah Gray. Yeah, yeah Kansas Grant, City. Gray. Oh, give me the easily.
0: Yeah, um Denver doesn't have very many pass catchers right now. Well is is, is Judy back? Or is he Judy
1: practicing?
0: He's practicing? He practice mm-hmm. limited. Mm. That's that's a that's literally going to come down to whether or not Kelsey plays. But l- let's go under the assumption that Kelsey doesn't play. I don't think that Noah will get the same love that Kelsey will, and um, uh, Dolchich, is he he's their guy. So they got to work him in at some point. He's one of their best pass catchers. Um, as far as when, when you have to check down. So I, I, I think I, I think I'll go with Dolchich.
2: And last but not least, Raheem Mostert or Christian Watson?
0: Lex, okay. Uh, Well, you know, Watson wasn't at practice today. Um, He doesn't have an injury designation, so he might be ill or might have just been, you know, something personal or whatever. But um, I I love Mostert until he get hurt, and he's not hurt right now, so (laughs) I'm um, and matter of fact, um, I'm glad you brought his name up because that's a guy that I would kind of run with in DFS too um, until he get hurt. So,
1: right,
2: so that's that one too. That concludes our rapid fire 10.
0: Rapid fire 10. All right. So let's get into the matchups. So we're going to. Give you the teams that are playing. We'll give you the spread. We'll also give you the over-under, which is kind of indicative of how many points could or should be scored, according to Vegas. They're normally pretty on point. Um, Thursday night game, we have Detroit and Kansas City. uh, 52-point over-under, which is actually the highest for the week. And uh, this started out with a a six-and-a-half-point spread, but now it's been lowered to four-and-a-half, which kind of makes me think that Vegas knows that best case scenario, Kelsey won't be 100% on point or they're looking for Detroit to be a little bit better than advertised. Uh, Joe, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Tell us what you got on this
1: matchup. Yeah, man, I think this is going to be pretty interesting. I think too, what should factor into it is Chris Jones. I think that's the the main Mm. thing. We already know what their secondary is, but without Chris Jones, against the one of the best offensive lines in of football. I think it's barbecue chicken. I think, you know, you gotta think about Montgomery definitely you gotta think about Jameer Gibbs. And what what's really getting me more and more intrigued is that they're talking about like, y'all gonna be blown away how we utilize uh Jameer Gibbs I That's wanna see it. what that looks like. I want I wanna know what that looks like. Golf obviously is doing pretty well. I just I just like both of these players can target, you know, between Mahomes and, and golf can target seven receivers. They go seven down, and they got to report with each other respectfully. So, obviously, they both are a great play. I'm just – I'm liking it, man. Um, I would say, like, Amin rod to obviously be a factor on this offense. This is the mainstay with that offense. But, again, I'm, I'm going to keep going to Sam LaPorta. I think Sam LaPorta can get it done and take advantage of this, this matchup. I think primarily – you know, he's not going to be asked to do any block. ain't no surprise why they brought him over there uh, right. with his skill set. I'm liking this matchup. I think also, too, we, we could see is this a game of possession because we already know you can't go in a shootout with Mahomes because we, well, Mahomes going to get high. He, when it's back and forth, Mahomes seemed to want to go out there and put 300 yards up on somebody, four or five touchdowns. Can they play a time of possession, Keep a, you know, play a game of keep away? We know golf can go for 300 and so. But limiting the time of can somebody be disciplined enough to do that on the Chiefs? We'll find out tomorrow, right? You know, so I think that's my take on it uh, for that matchup.
0: We got Tampa Bay going up against Minnesota. This one is a forty-five point over/under, and Tampa Bay is getting five and a half points in this matchup. What you got, Vander?
2: Hmm. Well, you know what? This is this is a funny one. Um, I actually like Baker Mayfield in this matchup. Uh, Minnesota okay. is mean, one of the worst teams against the past last year. Um, Haven't really seen much being done. You don't since. think
0: getting Flores is going to change anything?
2: Flores can catch a ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I
0: mean, you, all the players Pretty the good same. defensive coach.
2: <laughs> any any new players
1: in the second I, day?
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure about new players, to be honest with you.
1: I was, they got I the king from the Cardinals, but it ain't noteworthy. So I got to get the young man there. They got the corner from the Cardinals. Yeah, I fight Mike Evans a lot. <laughs> I think <laughs>
2: Evans is gonna. Um, this is gonna be one of the games. Like Mike Evans is gonna be reback introduced. Um, you know, because he's been taking a hit as far as uh, fantasy drafts, things of that nature. So I could see the passing Baker's gonna surprise people this game. Actually, he played horrible all preseason. Well, not preseason, but in practice. They are showing clips, throwing ducks, different things like that. But in the preseason, he actually is looking pretty solid, pretty efficient. And I think that's going to continue on to this game. Of course, everybody's looking at Jedis, Um, But I think they're going to slow him down a little bit. I think they're going to slow him down a little bit. I don't think he's going to have this crazy breakout fantasy game. Uh, but I think it's going to be a close score game.
0: We got Tennessee going up against New Orleans. This one is a 41-point over-under and only a three-point differential, and Tennessee is getting the three points. What you got,
1: Joe? Man, whew, I don't know, man. I think we're looking at a, a team with the easiest schedule in football and the the Saints getting off to a good start against Tennessee. Um, man, I, st- I still want Derrick Henry, even against this style defense. This is a, a, a middle-end slash old defense. I do like the what they did on defense, getting the kid Brees over there. I think long-term, he's going to be a phenomenal player. But as it stands today, uh, I I love this. I love this matchup with Derek Henry. I think he can still get busy on this uh, defensive line. Uh, going over to the Saints, like, who who don't you like, right? We can just sit here and name their entire offense. I think Jamal Williams is going to be his first start, you know, with uh, tomorrow on suspension. I think fresh legs is always a little something good for the tire. Uh Keandre should be healthy, but I think he's gonna get a bulk of the carries. we see he can do it both sides. He can be a bulldozer, he can get a few catches uh as well. And he's pretty efficient. I think you gotta like everybody. I think we're gonna see a little bit from Michael Thomas. We know what Olave brings to the table. We know what Jawan can do uh as well. Carr got all his weapons. I love Carr in this matchup as well, too. All his weapons are go.
0: We have Carolina going up against Atlanta. This is the second lowest over under of the week at 39 and a half. And Carolina is getting three and a half points. What do you like? What do you don't like on this one, Van? I
2: think this game is going to be kind of ugly. Um, I think you're going to see some some bright spots here and there. But as far as a, from a fantasy perspective, I I, I wouldn't. This is one of those wait, watch, and see. Let's let's see what happens. Games, uh, of course, you, you like. I like. Of course, you got to play Bijan. You know, he's the guy. Right. gets those guys, but this Carolina defense is pretty good,
0: even uh, without Burns, because they I ain't think, paying him yet. And I don't know if he's gonna play. Well, he came back to practice,
2: so that's oh, good, okay, okay. He did practice, so that's a good sign that he may play. Uh, the, the secondary is, is solid. You know, I love JC Horn. He's one of the best corners in the league. Under very really underrated. But I'm not – let's see what Riddler is. Let's see what this new Riddler looks like, right? Um, Again, Kyle Pitts, extremely talented, but are they going to throw this guy the ball? And Carolina's pretty good against the run. So, of course, I like Bijan. He, he, I like him moving forward throughout the season. But game one, not a big fan of him. Um, And the secondary of Atlanta is is really good. This defense got a lot better. They did sign some people in the offseason. Facts, yeah. Uh, Got my kid Terrell there. Um, at wide receiver, um, at corner. So, um, right. I think it's going to be one of the kicker competitions. You know what I mean?
0: I can see it. So, Young Hoku. Cool. Yeah,
2: and it's, I think it's <laughs> going to be Atlanta, right?
0: So it's uh, the- this game is—I yeah, want to say it's in. Uh, who's the home Atlanta. team? Yes. Yeah, I want to say Atlanta might be the home team. I could yeah. be wrong though.
2: So they're going to be inside. I, I think it's going to be just like a a kicking game.
0: Yeah, the nope. Falcons are the home team.
2: Yeah, nobody I see offensively, fantasy wise, doing nothing too explosive. Even though these guys got explosive players, I don't see anybody breaking out.
0: Next up, we have Houston going against Baltimore. This is a 43 and a half point over under, and Houston is getting 10 points. So uh, Vegas likes this one to be a bit of a slobber knocker. Um, what, what you, you got on uh, Houston versus Baltimore? <laughs> what you say, Vander? Joe getting all the good games,
1: man. He's a- I'm telling you, Red. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I think, honestly, this is going to be a fair matchup. I think this is going to be easy for Lamar. Um, I don't – mean wrong. I love Houston's defense long term. I just think what they're going to be asked to do, because I think on the other side of it, I don't know if this is – a. I think, ideally, this is a good matchup for Stra. I think he played relatively well. The thing is, Marlon Humphrey isn't there. That Marlon Humphrey, to me, is the key catalyst to this team. They can have Mario Williams back. They can, you know, they got Ken, you know, Hamilton back there, but these cornerbacks are going to be asked to do a lot while Marlon Humphrey is readily, you know, recovering because he he does it all. He, you know, he does he moves all across that defensive uh, backfield. Um, so I do see areas uh, opportunity for Stroud to kind of be successful, but ultimately Lamar, I think Lamar will get unleashed because he got every he got all his weapons. With Andrews coming back. And I think J.K. Dobbins is full disposal. I think, you know, I got this love-hate relationship with him, but I think they're going to have a really good game. I think if they are to have a good game, it's going to be because of the opportunities that Lamar is going to present for him to have those, you know, yards per, per carry. King Dobbins is a good play. I just can't name a receiver because I think they all figure to play some type of part of the game. But we know Andrews is the tried and true for this matchup.
2: I want to add real quick, though, Mm -hmm. if Thomas can't get it done this game. He can't get it done. I mean, because Houston is is like homecoming for everybody when it comes to running (laughs) backs, you know what (laughs) I mean? uh, But on the other side, Damian Pierce, I don't think he would do well. I know that Ravens front is pretty good. They had Jadavion, who's actually one of the better run-stopping DNs in the game, Um, but I do think Tank Dale I think he comes. He has a coming out party because that secondary is a little got with some holes in it. I think he has his coming out party this weekend.
0: We got Cincinnati going up against Cleveland, which is one of my favorite games of the week. My Ohio teams. I got a forty-seven point over under here, and we're looking at a two and a half point spread with Cleveland getting the two and a half. How do you see this one shaking out, man? I think it's a tough game. Actually, um, both of these defenses are pretty.
2: They play each other pretty tough. Um, yeah. You got Chase. You got Denzel Ward. You got Mixon. You got Chubb. And if you look at the games from last year, they actually held each other in check when they played each other. Chubb didn't have crazy games. Mixon didn't have crazy games. Even Burrow games were like mid-tier, you know what I'm saying? So this game is going gonna, gonna to be a – I think it's going to be a, a close game. Fantasy implications. You got to play your studs, of course, right? Um, but I don't see anybody breaking out. You know, as far as DFS, anybody I'll be. Um, I think there's a lot other better plays in the, in the in the league this year or this week um, than this game. But I think it's gonna be a tough game. But if you got to fire up your people as as usual, but I think it's your tempered expectations when it comes to all players in this game. Again, we want to see if Watson. This hey, just put up a shut up. You got something in the tank? What is it gonna be?
0: Yeah,
2: you know, for Watson, so.
0: We got Jacksonville going up against Indy. This one is a 45 and a half point over and under and Indy is getting four and a half points. What you got on this one, Joe? Yeah, I
1: think it's going to be an interesting matchup. This might be a good matchup to kind of get Jacksonville defense while they aren't who we know who we're going to think them to be. I think overall Jacksonville had an impressive defense. They, I think Honestly, they got a, a chance to be a top-15 defense yet again or come close to top 10. But I don't think it's going to start this week. I think something that's going to build up over time uh, with them taking advantage of having Walker out there and then the first-round pick from last year's draft. Um, this is going to be a good game and a good test for AR. I think I think he's going to do relatively well. I think, again, this, as it stands today, I think before they play off Jacksonville, this should be a fair a fair out auto for him to kind of go in an up-tempo matchup. This game can go either way. Either Jacksonville going to put up 40, close to 40 on them and it's a complete blowout, or it's going to be fairly competitive. Uh, so that's what makes it most interesting. Looking at Jacksonville on, on the other side, man, we already know Ridley, so we're not going to speak on Ridley um, as much as Ingram, you Yeah, play all your studs. The, I think that's what the phrase that we love to say. Play all your studs. And I'm curious about ETN. This is, a, to me. Etn played fairly well. I want to see if he learned from his lessons. Is he going to be decisive with running the ball? Is he going to get those those cheap yards, or is he going to continue to try to go for those big plays? I want to see how, uh, in that backfield, it works out with uh, our guy Bigsby. How does he factor into this mm-hmm. offense week one, and, and what kind of relationship do they have? What kind of carry, what kind of split it is going to week one? But I love all of Jacksonville. I think AR has a good opportunity week one.
2: My thing real quick on that, though, uh, as far as the coast, if they get down, this team, get this team ain't <laughs> built to come back. So I'm, nice. I'm curious to see uh, how Richardson looks if they get down 17 and he's forced to throw the ball. I don't know how that's going to look.
0: It, it, I don't think it'll be pretty. Um, <laughs> we got San Fran going up against Pittsburgh. This one is a 41-and-a-half point over under, only a two-point spread, and Pittsburgh is getting the points. So Vegas expects this one to come down to a field goal, give or take. Vander, what you got on your squad, man? You
2: give me all these ugly games, man. Like, this is another one, man. I can't really speak on nobody. Um, not much fantasy implications, I think. I mean, Pittsburgh, if you watch their offseason, man, they had a lot of people. Like they got a lot of people added to their office offseason uh, program. Uh, and then the 49ers, of course, the defense that comes in. Um we got Pickett who can be vulnerable. And now we got pretty confident injury. People are concerned and say how he's gonna look. Didn't look good in, in joint practice. Um yeah, we playing against the Raiders and he was throwing three, or four picks. I mean, so Right. I don't know. Um, I think it's gonna be another again, Vegas saying it's gonna be a low-scoring game, it's gonna be close. Uh, But fancy implications, I guess you must play your guys. If you got McCaffrey, you can't bench him. you got Najee Harris, you can't bench him. Um, But temper, I think. I don't see anybody.
0: Do you bench the wide receivers?
2: You can't. Because where you drafted these guys at, where you probably drafted Deontay, he could be your third wide receiver on your team. Maybe he's your second wide receiver. George Pickens, he's going to get one of those – uh, outstanding plays maybe a 40 50 yard catch right. he catch with his pinky finger or something right know. um but i think it's going to be some of those type of things but nothing like consistent going to be a got few you. big plays but no consistent offense moving um naji harris where is he going to go he already still come out the the plantar of uh, frankwood plantar, uh, plantar
0: plantar fasciitis
2: yeah he got that yeah. joint going on playing against this run defense uh so I don't really look for him to do much. So I think it's just you got to play Debo, You got to play IU, of course. But uh, I think I don't see anybody being like league leaders out of this game this week.
0: Now, this is the lowest over-under of the week at 37 and a half. We have Arizona going up against Washington. And Arizona is getting a full touchdown, seven points. What you got on this matchup, Joe?
1: Man, yeah, I'm trying to think about what's what's left on Arizona to talk about, and I don't. I think honestly, with I think we're gonna see Young get his money man. They they declined this man fifth year option. I think didn't, and they have already had a stout front seven. Well, front four, in my opinion, in football. I think it's gonna be a really good game for them to kind of test themselves against an anemic offense. And then on the opposite side of, of Arizona, <laughs> their defense is garbage. So I think this is gonna be a game that's gonna get out of hand. I think, you know, honestly, when you look at the other side of the ball, I think even with a turf toe, I think gonna get a lot out of McCour. Like, to me personally, McCour, we already know his stature as far as in football, but you're not playing comfortably. You're not confidently playing week one, especially someone of his skill set, unless you know that this injury won't be as lingering as, as it once was. I think he's going to play to expectations. I like just to make sure everybody, they get everybody involved here. Antonio Gibson, man, it's like I love Brandon Robinson, but it's just what his skill set is going to be and I think how he fills in this you know, offense in the intern. It's so almost like Jarek McKinnon, in my personal opinion. Uh, I think he can have a really solid game, and I do like the tight ends as well, too, for Reds. uh He can get anybody. I think with this one, you had to build a core for DFS, you can definitely pick people from the Redskins and just get creative because, damn, I mean, Buda Baker is nice, but Buda Baker can't play 10 other positions. You know what I mean? Like, we might as well just get to work, you know, have fun with this one and kind of build around this one if you uh, want to do DFS. Two corrections.
0: Brian Robinson, the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> right. You said Brandon and the Redskins. So I'm putting that out there. Oh, man.
1: We know what they what that team hey, was. But look, no joke. Let
0: team. me ask you this. Um, would you say that if the Commanders can't put up points this week, that you have to kind of give the side eye to them for the rest of the year, because I don't think they play a much easier defense than what they're going to play this week.
1: That I think honestly, oh, what I really liked about looking at the enemy and what he wanted to do, a lot of these throws that How was able to make, and this is not calling him Mahomes at all, but it's really reminiscent when you look at preseason some of these throws, like. He's not, he don't care how where you want him to throw it. Is it 60 yards? Is it 65 yards? Is off-platform? Do we move with it? You can get as crazy as you want with this guy. So, like, to your point, if you can't do it against Arizona, where you should have every opportunity to do whatever you want as far as play calling, I don't think you can do it anywhere, you know, any other time. This is as easy as it gets, to your point. The
0: second highest over-under at 51-and-a-half, Is Miami going up against the Chargers. This is only a three-point spread, and Miami is getting the three points, so the Chargers are expected to win. What you got on this one, Vander?
2: Oh, you spoke on the guy earlier, Raheem Mostert. Uh, I love him in this game. The Chargers are not really good against the run. Um, Being that he was the only back, but there was only two backs healthy, now. Kane, and they got him listed as the third running back. I think Mostert gets uh, a healthy serving. Uh, this game he's not the running back that you see really get a lot of carries though he usually get 12 carries and get hurt
0: and yeah, take one to the house though because he's yeah, faster uh, than everybody else on the field
2: i do like him in this game um we finally get a chance to see uh what's my coordinator new coordinator um Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. his offense is going to be on full display uh this this game um play eckler of course He's, he's got to play all your studs in this game. I mean, Tyreek Waddle, the whole shebang. I, I love everybody in this game. Uh, but my eyes will be on Tua. You know, let, let's see if he uh can last. You know what I mean? Let's uh, that, see if the judo helps out. <laughs> like, let's see if he can last. I mean, because I honestly think we're gonna see uh Mike White sometime this year. Oh, um, I can
0: I can early, see early. Late, that.
2: but I think he's gonna play.
0: And, and it might not even be a concussion. No,
2: so it's definitely gonna be one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely gonna be, it's definitely gonna be one of them. What else could it be? I don't think it'll be no other injury like a elbow or knee or nothing like that. He gonna get arrow spins if he out there on that field, and he he come out it's because <laughs> he he punched drunk. I promise you that. So, um, but everybody, man, deploy everybody in this game.
0: We got Vegas going up against Denver. This is a forty-four point over under. And uh, Vegas is getting three and a half points. So what do you like? What do you don't like in this? One? What you got for me,
1: Joe? Um, I think Devontae Adams. I don't know. This is a good, uh, him versus Sertan. So I got I had to remember the matchup now. Sertan had him on clamps last year. Um, I think this is going to be a, a good matchup. man. I think this is going to be a good matchup. Um, it's weird to say this. I, I'm trying to not say it, but I think Jimmy G is going to be fairly good this year I don't, if he's healthy. Until he get hurt? He, I agree. Right, right. you will be fine <laughs> if until get he gets hurt. This, <laughs> you can definitely get hurt this game. I think this is going to be a fairly good game. I don't. I really would want to know a lot more about Josh Jacobs. I mean, to me, he's one of those people that he can. I think he's a good to go. I think he's going to get his regular workload, but. On offense, I mean, off value alone, I think Devontae Adams, you have to play him. There's no way around it. And then after nice. that, you got to get with the same thing with with Jacob, right? So you got to start those two. Other than that, I don't have really much to say as far as uh, on that side with the Raiders. But then switching the other side of the ball, I man, I think it's gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good game. I think this is a really telling for me. Like everybody can say whatever they want. Last year, Russell, can you be? The franchise quarterback against a dismal Raiders. Can you finally play good in your in the second outings uh, against the Raiders? I love Sutton. We always gotta love Sutton. Uh, I think honestly, you can play Javante One, I think I really like, I really think he's he's gonna be ready to go uh and play, I have a really good game this, this week. Same thing with P I think I'll play both running backs respectfully. I uh, Even like Dolce, I think Dolce honestly is going to play a factor really much into this offense. I know they got Troutman uh, this past offseason, but getting rid of Albert O and kind of limiting, you know, the marquee names you have at that position, right. they kind of already got in mind who was going to be that guy at the tight end position. So I would lean it to him. Uh, and then Marvin Mims. I think, honestly, Judy is telling that he's playing he's in a limited capacity. He's practicing already. Something that we thought was gonna linger uh, you know, a few weeks or a few, you know, at least four weeks into the season. I think he might be good for week two, you know, if not be questionable coming into uh this Sunday. But I like Mims, of course. I think Mims is, is a special guy that we can see. He got an opportunity to catch it and take it to the house. I Man, I really I really like his skill set and it plays into this matchup where again I think it's gonna be fairly competitive again the, the game, but I think Denver can close it out, definitely.
2: Real quick, man. You know, Devontae torched these boys last year.
1: Both games. Devontae? Well, I mean, when matched up against Sertan, that was a good matchup. Ten held his own. I don't think he gave up a touchdown Uh, Sertan in that matchup. Well, who is catching them touchdowns against there?
2: Because he, he whoever well, that other guy is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Because Sertan, Sertan played, Uh, he plays, he plays out of face. He don't play in face. He don't follow nobody. Well, oh well,
2: shit! That don't mean nothing. Then at that point, that's the case. They're that gonna mean, put him
1: on the other I'm, side. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: if I know you're gonna stay over there, I'm gonna go
2: over yeah. here. For so sure, like, Devon. I, I don't. I don't see. I don't care who the corner is, man. That boy, there. He different.
0: He <laughs> we got the closest spread with Green Bay versus Chicago, and this is a game I'm really looking forward to. Uh, in division, I think that division is up for grabs. We got a 42 point over under. Only a one-point spread, and Green Bay is actually getting the point. What do we like? What do we don't like in this matchup, Andy? We love the running game for Green
2: Bay, right? Um, they they definitely did a number on Chicago last year. Aaron Jones had like a 30-point fantasy night against him last year in one game. Uh, so I do love Aaron um, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon in this game. Um, Chicago side, again, we want to see what feels comes out. Or is he going to be able to – you know, he has this new weapon in DJ Moore, who I love this game. Absolutely. Uh, but but this is my thing. I wonder. You, you talk about in phase and out of phase. That boy in Green Bay, he's falling into the bathroom.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, I, I'm curious to see how that – I like how they get the ball to Moore, though, because they, yeah. they'll, they'll get them to – they'll they'll throw them two yards behind scrimmage and and let them do something with it versus, you know, it always been a deep ball. So I I can kind of see them, you know, kind of already knowing that the, the two teams know each other well enough to know, you know, how to attempt to take advantage. So, I mean, I, I don't know. That that'll be kind of.
2: to Because that, that, that dude, uh, he got a chip on the shoulder in green Bay. He, uh, he's one of those guys feel he's one of the best corners in the league and he's always down to prove it. Um, so I'm curious to see that matchup between those two. Um, but the one thing I'm really curious in watching is how is this three-headed monster that Chicago has, uh, how does that going look? You know, of course. Oh, the, the run game? Correct. Uh, Foreman yeah. Foreman is not looking too tough. It looks like Herbert is the guy. Right. But then, you know what I'm saying? But then again,
0: you got the rookie, Roshan or whatever. Or he didn't what look like. too tough, though. I was expecting more out of him in preseason. But, I mean, it was preseason. But, I I don't know. He he just
2: looked regular. He's the strongest out of the three as far as, like, pass pro. So for that alone, I think that could get him on the field. You know what I mean? So I just want to see how it all looks. But I like Herbert. If I had to choose one of the the three, I would go with Herbert uh, this game. But uh, this is a good one.
0: Uh, It's a pretty good game. We got Philly going up against New England. This is a 45-point over-under, and New England is getting four points in this one.
1: Watch your mouth, Joe. Oh, honestly, I'm <laughs> staying away from um. The, I, I'm honestly staying away from New England. I mean, well, honestly, let me let me let me say this. I, I think Remondre just is skill set alone, you really can't put this kid in a vacuum. Like even going against Philadelphia's defense, uh, I like Remondre still a lot. It's just a lot to be desired because I think you know to some extent they are. I feel like New England will be able to matriculate the ball, but I don't know what that looks like. I mean. Of course, they get the you know like the OC and everything. I think it does lean to Mac Jones, but Eagles is loaded, man. Like even yeah. with all they lost, what they was able to they bring back in the draft, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. for real. Hey, I mean. like, yeah. Carter, he's every talk about somebody who is ready to kind of live up to the billing. I think honestly, you might be looking at defensive rookie of the year right there. Twelve sacks, put him down. He good for it. I think it's gonna be a good pace, a good pace game, but I don't know, man. I think obviously you still got to play all your studs with the Eagles. If I had to lean somebody from New England again, I would still go to Stevens. If I had to throw another name, not Stevens, out there, I mean, if they were to score, it got to be between the backfield, Zeke or or Stevens. I think you I know who I'm to-
0: looking at in this game that people aren't going to be paying attention to that I think could possibly work out for DFS. Your boy,
1: no, oh, what? I thought
0: the second. Nah, I'm thinking the, the reason I say born is because he's not going to be owned by, by pretty much anybody, but if they utilize him in the same or similar way that they were utilizing Myers, I mean, but born kind of came on last year a little bit, and, and, and I believe that right now, of the wide receivers that we have, Thornton he's either they were talking about him going to IR. So I know he ain't close to healthy. They're talking about Juju's knee can explode any day now. Um, so I mean like he's it. Like, it's him, it's him and the tight ends. And 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 I think he'll really get a, a decent amount of targets. So I, I, I think I think Born uh, in in the PPR situation, uh last ditch effort, I, I think he can kind of hold it in the road for you, possibly be the guy to break it out for a touchdown as far as pass catches are concerned.
1: Um, the only got, thing with that and I just want to add though is they got Bradbury who was impeccable on the outside. He's moving into the slot. You got Darius Slay. And I, you know, nobody on New England wide mm-hmm. receiver core striking fear in me to where I could lean on him like that. But I do get you I do agree with Bourne. I think Bourne is really underrated. I think he's been underrated since going back to, from San Francisco. He does stand out to me in this matchup as well. With all injuries is concerned, he's up there. Honestly, you got to put him up there.
0: You got the Rams going up against Seattle. This Mm -hmm. is a 45 and a half point over under, and the Rams are getting five points. What are we doing with this, (laughs) Vander?
2: This is one of my favorite DFS plays of the week. Okay. DK Metcalf. If he don't get 200 yards of receivers this game, he ain't gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? Like this secondary may be one of the worst secondaries that's left. You know what I'm saying? No, no more Jalen Ramsey. He's right. gone. So who's gonna follow this dude around? Uh true. I mean I don't so- even
0: know who their number one cornerback is now, actually, to be honest with you. It'll be my guy, my guy from South State. He's there.
2: Um, he's gonna probably get some Durant, you know, he probably gonna get him some burn this year. As well, he's a good corner, but DK is a machine. I definitely right. see Geno, you know, play Geno. Hell, do you align with Geno, DK, and Lockett? You know, play them all together. Hell, JSN, too, just play the whole, whole game. <laughs> but I do think this is a game where Cam Akers gets off. Um, okay. I don't see a pass game working uh, for um, the Rams. I mean, we all see Stafford, he's zero in. On Cup when he's there. He's not there. He ain't there. Game hasn't shown me anything. Puka just got there. The markets just got there. Higby. So I really think this is one of those games they're going to really uh, showcase Cam Akers. He should get 25 touches this game. Uh, so I do like Cam Akers as well as a DFS play. Uh, he's one of my favorite running backs for the week because Seattle can't stop a nosebleed. Joe, you know that. Uh, but... Um, hey. That's how I go. One team can't stop the pass and one team not going to be able to stop the run. So it's some really good plays in this, uh, this
0: game. We got the Sunday night game. Dallas going up against the Giants. This is a 46 and a half point over under and the Giants are getting three points.
1: What we got, Joe? I like this, man. But I like this because I think, honestly, we I want to see what this offense look like with McCarthy now calling plays, because I wasn't a fan of him towards his last few years in Green Bay, to be honest with you. Right. Um, exactly. We do know that his his offense is pass-heavy. This man, he's going to run into the dirt with his passing. I love pop- how... Look- is it, though? Is his offense pass-heavy, or did he just have a
0: quarterback that wouldn't allow him to run the ball?
1: You know what? I, I don't know, but...
0: Because the Lef- floor's offense is run-heavy.
1: But they threw the ball a whole lot because of who was their quarterback. So, I'm just asking. I mean, just going by the numbers, because he's been, he he been blessed to have him for quite some time. He's truly past having. I, mean, I don't think that's going to change with Dak. We got Dak, a healthy Gallup that's, you know, a few years now removed from that injury, Brandon Cooks. I uh, like both of their uh, tight ends, whether it's Ferguson or the uh, got Shoemaker. I know he's still making the way back from injury, but just the the, the names itself, I think it lends itself to still being a pass-happy team. And then Pollard, Pollard is a, a great weapon out of the backfield. So I like all the weapons from both sides of the field. Um, I really like Pollard. You know, I know they got Dexter Lawrence. I know they got uh, Tib. I know they made several moves. But if somebody's going to really dictate the, the pace and which direction this game's going to go, they're going to have to lean to Pollard to kind of carry this team and kind of be that focal point of this offense. And to get the, the C.D. Lamb part of it, what I mean by that is C.D. Lamb, is he can get anywhere. They're going to move him around. And I, I love that about him now. As opposed to being just an outside receiver, they move them a lot around. I hope they keep that part of the offense because I don't think nobody on the Giants can stop them at this point. They don't have any DBs of note or, or even name state that can really lend themselves to stopping them and containing them. Uh, as far as the Giants, I don't know. Cowboys defense is different. I know. I know it don't sound right because every year they 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 got it wrong. But I think what they did, you know, this year getting Mizzy and everybody else on their defensive line together, uh, just some of the moves they made. I think it's gonna be a close, competitive game. But gotta go back to Barkley. Gotta go to Darren Waller. Who else? Well, how are we not gonna talk about Darren Waller? I just think it's a game of attrition where I think Daniel Jones is about to run it in himself. He's gonna take it upon himself and play really good football because. Again, I think that pass rush is there now with Cow- the Cowboys more so than it was last year and years past with all these additions. So I think it's gonna be a really good game. I just wish we had a wide receiver of note other than Waller that we can just point our name our hands to because they treat everybody the same from Separd to Wandell at this point. I think Hyatt at some point can have a, a very good role later on in the season. But it's seven receivers that's that's on the roster that can, you know, get some type of touches in this offense. And, and, we, go also ahead and see, okay. we
2: also see Michael Parsons, full-time DN.
0: Oh, I mean. they, they, they made that move that he's a full-time DN? Full-time. Interesting.
2: Interesting. Oh, Interesting. So Dan,
0: Dan Jones may be running a lot. fact. <laughs> <laughs> Last matchup. Go ahead and round us out, Vander. We have a 46-point over-under, and the New York Jets are getting two-and-a-half points oh. going up against the Buffalo Bills, I'm I'm definitely interested to see this one on Monday evening. Um, if the Jets don't win this game and they start out with the L, I, I, I just kind of feel like the Jets are one of those teams that the trajectory can be way up or it can end up going sideways kind of quickly, just depending on what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you got on this one? Man, this is gonna be a this is gonna be uh this, this gonna be a game to watch. Um yeah, for sure. But,
2: then again, I mean, Stephon Dig owners. You know who on the other side, right?
0: Yeah. He good did, point.
2: I think last year, Stephon, the very first play of the game, he got him. Then, I then think that was he, it. He got nothing else. You know what I mean? So you
0: think this is a Gabe Davis type of
2: game? Oh, that boy Reed on the other side. He ain't no slouch either. They read it. Crazy. <laughs> so, he got speed to him, too. This, this, I I, I think this is a Kincaid game, the rookie. I think he's on, I think he gonna come out and show something this game. Everybody been talking about him all season, how he run routes. He's like the next Kelsey and all this and all that jazz. But I think he'll be the guy that can actually get some motion going because on the outside, I think those guys are gonna have their hands full. Um, This defensive front's pretty good. Uh, So I think the run game is gonna be a little slower uh, so I definitely think Kincaid. I think it's going to be a tight end kind of game. Maybe Dawson to get some love. I can see Kincaid having a breakout out the gate. And on the other side, man, Garrett Wilson fire him up. I don't think Thanks. I don't no sec, nobody in the secondary I'm scared of on this uh, Bills team. Now before they used to have, but uh, well, they still got my guy. But uh, they even been a lot of injuries lately. They say about White. Yeah, uh, Tre'Davious. Yeah. Uh, uh, they've been banged up a lot lately.
0: They have. Yeah. The safeties, too.
2: Yeah. And no Von Miller. So the past – the
0: They, they didn't put him on IR. He should be back in, a, what, a game or two or something like that. I, I thought he might have been – that's kind of scary to me because he didn't have plenty of time to recover. So I, I don't I don't know what's going on with Von. So with this New
2: York Jets offensive line not being the very best, it's good to have him not on the field. So facts. I, I, think right. gonna, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to – I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have some fun. I think him and Garrett gonna gonna show out. Another thing, they didn't sign him, but they did give Kenny Galladay a tryout today. Which team? The Jets. The Jets. Okay,
0: yeah. I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, so
2: we, I think that's a very interesting move. Um, maybe Kenny got some to the tank. Maybe he can revive that, revive that with Aaron Rodgers. So let's wait and see on that. But. Um, I thought also, like you said earlier, I think uh, Davin Cook will get a little more love than Brees Hall this game. Yeah. Um, as far as the run game is concerned. But I think the Jets are gonna come out and and, and show something this game early, though.
0: And that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel at Fantasy Football Fiend, F-E-I-N. For this week, we out.